All glories to the symbol devotees. All glories to the symbol devotees. All glories to the symbol devotees. Glories to Sri Guru and Sri Gauranga. All glories to Shri Prabhupada. Thank you. <coughs> this one, right? Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 18, Text 27. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Yam loka palakila masara juara. <coughs> juara hitwa yatanto pi prithaksam mityacha. <coughs> Patunna shekur dia. Dipadas Chatuspada Shari Saris Priam Saristripam Stanu Yad Atradrishyate Yamlo Kapala Kilamatsara Jwara Hitwa yatanto pi prithak sammetyacha. Patunna shekur dipadas chatuspadaha. Sarishripam stanu yadatra drishyate. Patuna shekur di padas chatus pada Sarisprisam stanu yad atradishyate Yam Whom? You Lokapala The great leaders of the universe 
beginning with Lord Brahma. Kila, what to speak of others? Matsara Jwara, who are suffering from the fever of envy. Hitwa, living aside. Yatantaha, <coughs> endeavoring. Api, although. Prithak, separately. Samitya, combined. Cha, also. Patum, to protect. Na, not. Sheku, able. Dija, dipadaha, two legged. Chatuspada, four legged. Sarisprisham, reptiles. Stanu, not moving. Yat, whatever. Atra, within this material world. Drishyate is visible. Translation proper by His Divine Grace, H. Bhaktivedanta Samishla Prabhupada Ki Jai. My Lord, from the great leaders of the universe, such as Lord Brahma and other demigods, down to the political leaders of this world, all are envious of your authority. Without your help, however, they could neither separately nor concertedly maintain the universal innumerable living entities within this universe. You are actually the only maintainer of all human beings, of animals like cows and asses, and all and of planets, reptiles, birds, mountains, and whatever else is visible within this material world. It is fashionable for materialistic persons to compete with the power of God. When so-called scientists try to manufacture living entities in these laboratories. Their only purpose is to defy the talent and ability of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is called illusion. It exists even in the higher planetary systems where great demigods like Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva and others reside. In this world, everyone is puffed up with false prestige despite the failure of all his endeavors. When so-called philanthropists who supposedly want to help the poor are approached by members of the Krishna consciousness movement, they say, you are simply wasting your time while I am feeding vast masses of starving people. Unfortunately, their meager efforts, <clears throat> either singly, single, singly or together, do not solve anyone's problems. Sometimes so-called swamis are very eager to feed poor people, thinking them to be Daridra Narayan, the Lord's incarnation as beggars. They prefer to serve the manufactured Daridra Narayan than the original, the Supreme Narayan. They say, don't encourage service to Lord Narayan. It is better to serve the starving people of the world. Unfortunately, <coughs> such materialists, either singly or combined in the form of the United Nations, cannot fulfill their plans. The truth is that the many millions of human beings, animals, birds, and trees, indeed all living entities, are maintained solely by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Eka bahunam yo vidadhatu kaman. 
One person, the Supreme Lord, is supplying the necessities of life for all other living entities. To challenge the authorities of Narayan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is the business of asuras, demons. Yes, sometimes asuras or devotees, suras or devotees, are also bewildered by the illusory energy and falsely claim to be the maintainer of the entire universe. Such incidents are described in the 10th canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, where Sukadeva Goswami tells how Lord Brahma and King Indra became puffed up and were eventually chastised by Krishna. <coughs> Krishna explains also in the Bhagavad Gita similar verse of this verse, particular verse, that <coughs> that he is the maintainer of all living entities. He is the creator of all living entities. And Srila Prabhupada here in the Borapad um, very nicely explains that, you know, out of false ego, the people think they're maintaining. Uh, particularly, he mentioned the scientists. They manufacture uh, different processes in the laboratories, but ultimately, they want to challenge. Krishna, challenge God that they can also do it what God did. Um, there are um, there are eight different types of CDs or perfections um, like becoming smaller than the smallest or um, they can fly uh, in the light beam they can bring uh, things like fruits or uh, something like that from other country. They can extend their hand. Different cities like that. They can walk on water. It's very nice. Um, different cities. So you can walk on the water, but you have to do a lot of a lot of time consuming, you have to do, do so many types of austerities to learn that method to walk on the water. It will take a lot, like many, many years before, before you can actually walk on the water or maybe sit in the fire, not get burned. You have to learn the, the methods. It takes a long, long time. Why do we do that? Prabhupada explains also that so many years you practice to <clears throat> walk on the water, you can just take a boat. <laughs> it takes a little bit of money, you, take, you, you can cross the boat, you know, and now they have bridges. And you want to um, extend your hand to go and bring from uh, fruits from Hawaii or somewhere like that. Well, you can get, go to the Coles and supermarket and you can get the same fruit. They have, uh, they're there. Uh, Exporting and importing um, vegetables and fruits. These days you can get everything from everywhere. So why waste so much time and try to practice these things? <clears throat> 
And if you want to go through the mountains, now they have tunnels. So Prabhupada explains that the mystic cities that they people perform, it's it's uh, you know it's already being accomplished by the scientists. So the scientists, what they're trying, Prabhupada explains here that they're trying to defy the existence of God. They want to challenge God. They want to do the same thing as God did. But they make the mess of it because <coughs> they produce. They have. They, they have airplanes you can fly. Instead of flying, you can take airplanes. So they have airplanes, they have trains, they have buses, cars. Previously, they had horse carts, rickshaw. And uh, the rickshaw, uh, it doesn't make any pollution. And now they have a car, but car, it makes pollution. So they think they accomplished, the scientists accomplished um, they accomplished the um, achievements, material achievements. Like when they first bought out the motor car, Prabhupada says, in Calcutta, and they had the motor car, and, uh, and before that they had horse carts. So they were complaining the horse carts were passing dung, and they have to clean up, it smells. <laughs> but then they bought the motor car, but the motor car, it creates pollution. How do you clean pollution? So it's a bigger trouble. It's a bigger problem. So they think they have accomplished material achievements, but then there is, they, they, they brought in much, much more difficult to society. So they have to pay for all. So original system, what God created, is always better than modern technology. Now we have computer. You can go online and check everything very quick. You don't have to write anymore. You don't need pen. But then you still need your finger to punch on the thing. And now people are getting trouble in the arthritis and they're getting uh, paralysis in the nerves because they have to always uh, punch in the computer. Look in the screen all the time. They're getting problem in the eyes. Now they have special screen so there's no radiation. Whatever. So this, Prabhupada explained, this is like a bandages. You have a sore, you put a bandage. They try to make a solution to solve the problems. But the problem is always there in this world. Isn't it? So how do you clean pollution? You're driving in your car, European car perhaps. Everybody works so hard to get this. They're making pollution. Only way to clean the pollution is rain. Now I heard they have artificial cloud to create pollution, uh, to, uh, to, to make rain. But you still need a human being to operate these things. So you may have a computer, but you still need a finger to punch on it. And before you punch your computer, you need to make sure that your finger is working. Or somebody, your mind, your consciousness must be functioning. Your body has to be functioning. So who created the air? The air in your body creates that um, to help to digest your food. And, and, and move, make the body move, the air. So if there's no air, you couldn't even open your eyes and digest food. So the scientists, they want to challenge God. They want to create the same thing as God created, but at the same time, they're, they're, they're um, baffled, totally baffled. 
That's why they want to even help the poor, um, like like in China, uh, they want to. They said that after so many years, uh, in in like in five years time or, or ten years time, they're going to completely abolish uh, poor. There's no more poor people. Everyone will have equal, like rich. Everyone will be rich. But they don't understand. And on one hand, we want to make everyone happy, but on the other hand, we are also creating problem for the earth. We're destroying the earth, like throwing rubbish into the sea. Sea is God. Rivers are God. We are, we are passing dung in it. We are throwing rubbish in it. There's no respect for ocean. So ocean is angry. There's tsunami. And and right now, big big fire in Europe and America. You know, push fire, big big fire, burning out the cities, and this coronavirus thing. So we think we can challenge God, but we are creating also problem on the other hand. It's like you clean the temple nicely, all the dust you put it somewhere opposite, somewhere in the temple under the carpet or something, but you have to put it in the proper place. So you clean one place, but you make dirty another place. So, so they want to feed all the people. They want to make sure no one is poor anymore. But the thing is, they forget one thing in life. That one thing is they forget God. That is the, that is the main problem. Material solution is not the ultimate solution. These problems were there already many, many years ago, thousands of years ago. Birth, death, old age, disease. There's no solution to this. The real problem of life is for forgetfulness of God. The forgetfulness of knowledge, cultivation of spiritual knowledge. Without cultivating spiritual knowledge, these things, will, you will not understand how to solve even material problems. You know, now they have air condition. <clears throat> they had air condition before, hundreds of years ago. You know, they would bring the water into the pallet, like from a uh, waterfall from the forest into the palace, all the way into the palace. They had steps, the water would flow down, and then window, they had opened, the air would flow through the water and create coolness in the house. And there's no problem. There's no, it didn't require electricity to produce those things. <clears throat> and they had brahmanas, they could light the fire with the mantra. He didn't need the matchstick and gas. They used to say, Hare Krishna, everything will work. I believe in it. <laughs> I, I believe that. We are chanting Hare Krishna, we also need to believe in it. Actually, it really, really works. Sometimes I'm thinking, uh, like, um, when I go to the kitchen, I'm thinking how I'm going to do things. I'm totally uh, stressful that day. And then I go, Hare Krishna, please, Krishna, help me. I, I'm not in a good mood. Bless me. Just chant Hare Krishna a little bit sincerely. Everything goes smoothly. So, we think we can do so much without God's power without thinking of Krishna. Actually, he is the doer behind everything. 
And like Prabhupada mentioned here, uh, this Daridhar uh, Narayan. Uh, Sometimes so-called swamis are very eager to feed poor people, thinking them to be Daridhar Narayan, the Lord's incarnation as beggars. You heard that before? They prefer to serve the manufactured Daridhar Narayan than the original Supreme Narayan. They say, don't encourage service to Lord Narayan. It is better to serve the starving people of the world. There's one Swami. He said, why are you worshipping the Tulsi plant? You're wasting your time. Worship the eggplant tree. Then you can get eggplants. <laughs> That's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Vivekananda. <laughs> and God gave you di- how to digest the eggplant. So he doesn't give him the credit. You can eat the eggplant, but if you, your digestion is not working, you can't digest the eggplants. So you have to worship the Tulsi plant for the mercy to digest your eggplant. <laughs> That's a subtle point that they don't talk about. So the whole idea, they sometimes criticize the devotees. You're doing Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Ram in the street. But there's so many poor people, why don't you do humanitarian work? We are doing humanitarian work. You can see, every day we are, we are feeding the hungry. There's not many hungry people in Australia. But they're appreciating our services. You go to India, when they had the, um, uh, I remember 1978, they had a big flood. And very difficult to get Pusharam because just every day they had Kichdi. And they had to... <coughs> Um, it's all flooded everywhere. Whatever they were getting from Navadip, they had to bring it in on the boat. And uh, we were getting sick because the Ganges water was all flowing. And, and so there was a food relief by the government. So they dropped down from the helicopter bread and gore. And some of the devotees ate the gore and they were all sick. Because in India, the gore is very rotten, very old. And we never got sick from eating kichdi. But they got sick from the drop-down government gore and, and bread. In India, they have this steeped up bread. God knows how they made it. In Bengal, we call it pao roti. Pao means feet. <laughs> they step on the, the dough. <laughs> they don't have a machine. Because in India, they have so many people, they need to use them. So they don't need to have the factory. They can just use all the people to jump on the dough and make bread. <laughs> so they call it pao ruti, means it's feet. They jump on the dough. <laughs> so I'm just saying how, you know, this manufactured uh, factory food, you know, is not the same as prashadam. You know, we are supposed to take a shower before you go in the kitchen. A pay obeisances to the kitchen because it belongs to Krishna. And before you light the fire, you say, Hare Krishna, today I'm going to use this fire as Krishna's. And you're supposed to um, uh, so clean conscious. Everything should be very clean. You chant your rounds, chant your Gayatri. And so the food, your consciousness is so clean that the food becomes subtly very pure. That's the attitude. You know, you wake up, 
and he didn't have a sleep nicely at night, and he's dreaming horrible things, and he had a, a alcohol the day before, and he get up in the middle of the night, he have a smoke, okay, can't sleep. Then he go he go to sleep, and then he was so grumpy, you have to go to work, go to cook, you know. Every half an hour, you take a break to go have a smoke, and then you wash your hand, not even nicely, and then you cook, and you wipe yourself on your clothes. You think that's, that's going to be, you think that's clean food? They talk about hygiene. We are the hygiene. You come here, we'll, we'll talk about hygiene. Hygiene means starts in your mind, in your consciousness, how clean you are. What you're thinking when you're cooking, isn't it? That is subtly you are clean. So that's the platform of, a, of when you talk about purity. purity. When you talk about purity, it's even better than hygiene. So clean. We don't even think badly about others or anything. Always thinking of God, thinking of Krishna. So when you're feeding the people, you can not make everyone the hunger go away because they're going to get hungry again. You give them a plate of food after they are hungry. So what we are giving is not just food, also giving spiritual knowledge. They understand why am I suffering? What is the purpose of me being here? They, we go to the root of the problem. So you can put a bandage. If you go to the doctor, they say your blood's, your blood's not clean. You need to purify the blood. In India, they have saribadi, Ayurvedic liquid. You drink that, it cleans the blood. So the problem is deeper than just external problem. So Daridara Nayan, they understand that actually it's because of people's karma they're suffering. And some people in Yemen, this place in Middle East, they don't have food to eat. What they're doing, they're taking plants, leaves, and they're grinding it to eat that. Can you imagine? They don't have food. And to get water, they have to get... They, they preserve everything so nicely, they carefully, because they don't have much. Every drop of water, I've seen here, water dripping, drip, drip, drip. Everyone's going, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, walking past. Krishna consciousness means you're aware of what's happening around you, making sure this is Krishna's property, that you turn the tip off. I've seen heaps of time walk past the, 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 with the, the, the taps, people washing their hands, the taps on, they're dripping. They just wash and they go away, taps still on. Some country, there's no water. Every drop, they've preserved it. <clears throat> they have the water running. You're having a shower, water's running on you, and you're soaping because it's warm water. I usually take shower, wet, wet your body, soap it, and then wash it off. So it's water running on you. It's a lot of water being wasted. Some countries there's no water. That's how I think. Don't take too much if you can't finish it. I see sometimes a huge plate. And they go, oh, halfway you can't eat anymore. Some countries there's no food to eat. And you go through the bin, there's lots of food, prasharam. Khichri, this, that. So to be careful. Waste means want. I was taught in the Gurukul. They should say, waste means want. Don't waste. Always be very thoughtful. That's Krishna consciousness. So, everything is there enough in this world. There's enough. 
someone is wasting it. Someone is having too much of it. So the other people, they don't get it. So you can't blame God for that. He created this enough in this world. Right? I see in Bengal, there's a skinny guy like this, and I have a huge belly. They're eating so much rice. It's enough for, you can share that with other people. They have rice breakfast, lunch, dinner. If, if, if it's allowable, they will eat at midnight too. <laughs> so the skinny guy like this, very tall, the huge belly coming out. He cut it open, it's all rice in there. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, there's enough to go around, but they are not sharing it. And then they're saying, it's God's fault. He didn't create enough. God's given us, Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam. He is complete and he's given us everything enough in this world. Just that we had, someone is taking too much. I see all of you, the devotees here, there's so much food here, but no one is craving for it because you just take the right amount. There's so much enough. And the people coming throughout the day, there's always enough. That's the right attitude. It's always having the mood of sharing. So when they say, serve the poor, what are you talking about? Serve the poor. No one is poor. Everyone is rich. Every country you go to, no one is poor actually. We exploit. That's why there is a problem. We're exploiting it. You see, they, 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 they say they have... Ten richest people in the world. Half of them live in India. And then you see so many poor people in India. Very rich people in India. It, it doesn't matter how rich you are. Everybody's stomach is the same size as everyone. Even if you're a millionaire, your stomach is the same size as a poor person. Isn't it? It's not that you will wake up, you're, you're born with the golden hair. Your fingernails are not made out of silver. Everybody's same. Just happen to be more, more than others. So the idea is to understand the core problem. The core problem is not the solution to the material problem. The core problem is we defy God. That's what Prabhupada says here. It is a fashionable for a manufacturing person to compete with power of God when so-called scientists try to manufacture living entities in their laboratories. Their only purpose is to defy the talent and ability of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is called illusion. Illusion means the main problem of all the living entities is to think I'm God. The root of all problem is I'm God. Prabhupada used to say, you're not God, you're a dog. Other way around. So, um, so we think that we manufacture something material to nullify or um, the, um, if it's hot, then we have air condition. If it's cold, then we have heating system. If you are I catch a cold, then you take Panadol or something. We think we have all these things. But the root problem is that always remain the root problem. The root problem is that 
our, our body is not functioning due to um, stomach problem or stress. There is no machine to, to um, um, weigh your, ex your stress. Yoga explains problem, the three things that problem come in the body. One is anxiety. Who doesn't have anxiety? Only devotees don't have anxiety. Especially now, people are full of anxiety. The loss of job, loss of uh, um, uh, family members because they pass away from the disease, loss of uh, you know, economic problems, financial problems, stress. And then the second one is, uh, we all know, overeating. Overeating. I don't think you all overeat because I eat with the brahmacharis every day whenever I'm here. I'm the only one eating more than everyone. <laughs> They're all eating so little. So you control your diet because after some time you know, oh my God, I'm going to get sick. So you select what is good for you. That's good. So we all know overeating can make you sick. Then what's the third thing? Um, uncleanliness. The place you sleep should be clean. Your clothes should be clean. What's another cleanliness? How your consciousness is clean. Dirty consciousness. You may be chanting, you may be thinking something very bad. That's also not clean. Internal cleanliness. So these three things make us sick. So, and then we say, oh, the problem is outside. The problem is inside you. So we have to know how to we have to make ourselves healthy. What, there's two types of health. One is material health and spiritual health. Materially, everyone is trying to be healthy. They have yoga, exercises, and then um, eating diet, diet food. They're writing outside, hey, contact me if you have any problems. <laughs> diet food. <clears throat> but they never talk about spiritual health. Chanting rounds, take initiation, take Bhakti Sastri, associate with devotees, come to the program, pray to the deity. You know, so, you know they, don't, they never talk about that. So their idea is to only have a material solution. But they don't understand. The problem is the spiritual solution is not there. We are not chanting Hare Krishna. We are not recognizing God. That's the problem. If we recognize the Supreme, the Creator, the Maintainer, like it says, a Maintainer of all entities, Krishna is the Maintainer. Think, oh, I'm the cook. Everyone got good food. I'm such a good cook. I'm maintaining everyone. That's the wrong attitude. <laughs> if Krishna didn't give me a finger, I wouldn't be able to. If I, if I burn my hand, I wouldn't be able to do any cooking. I remember last year, I was wearing the mask. You know, we are being told to wear a mask you know, like 50 times a day. And then somehow my mask got caught in fire. <laughs> making, making the chapati. It's plastic, you know. I think, you know, I'm, I'm offering Krishna chapati, not mask. So, <clears throat> anytime we can, we can be at danger. Anytime. By His mercy, we are able to do service. Ganges water, you take the Ganges and you offer it back to the Ganges. We worship the Ganges, the Ganges water. 
Like we have here is no Ganges, which is Gange Cha Jamune Shaiva. And then you make the water holy. And then you sprinkle on the food and deity and everyone. But it's actually in Mayapur we bring the Ganges water and Bindavan Jamuna water. That we use that water to um, worship the deity. So by his mercy we are able to serve Krishna. So it's not that you know worship uh, you know there is an land, uh, poor people. They have this group in India, they worship the poor. This is all nonsense. <laughs> what is the poor? No one is actually poor. We create the poor. Like I was telling you just now, everyone is rich. There's enough to go around. We, 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 I remember uh, when we lived in the Gurukul, and every year some, some of the boys went back to the U.S., and uh, the rest of the boys stayed back in India, and we'd go to different parts of India for, for vacation, two months a year. Some would go to south, some would go to north. One year, I went to Gujarat, your place. Every day, every day, we had home program. And at the we'd put a drama, and the Gurukul kids, they're small kids, well, all from Europe, they're very cheeky-looking boys, you know, everybody Indian, they go, oh, you know, like, where are you from? And, and they like it. And a little Vaishnavas, they're very cute. So the Indian people are like mesmerized by it. Small white kids, they're devotees, wearing Vaishnava. And we put on a drama and we do a kirtan. And every day we are well fed. It was eating so much. And every day we had pure, like, silk dhoti and money. So after two months we came back to Gurukul, everybody was chubby. And we had so much money and new dhoti, new everything, kurtas, they're donating. People are very generous. So, you know, like, we're really well taken care of. So, Krishna always arranges. So, so there's plenty to go around if they share with it. They just share, that's the idea. Not that Krishna has given us uh, so we can distribute it in a nice way. So right now we're doing the Food for Life. You know, in Mayapur they have Food for Life program. This, uh, uh, when, when there's flood, uh, we go on a boat and they bring kichri. Hot kichri, still steaming. So people say, you guys do the same thing and you're sharing with us. It's not that we're giving them kichri and we're having, you know, sandwiches and, uh, you know, and a paratha. No. We're eating the same thing we give to the people. In fact, this is even better. So, people know these Hare Krishna people in, in India. We are, we are really, we are not only chanting Hare Krishna. Sometimes they say in Bengal, hey, there goes Hare Krishna, Hare Ram. You're meant to help the people, help the poor. Humanitarian work. But we are doing more than that. We are giving spiritual knowledge. And people, they come to our temple, it's not that they have to have a huge plate of prasadam. They understand this is prasadam means a little bit, respect. But Prabhupada's mercy, we can have so much. You know, big plate of prasadam. Our idea in India, we used to think, go to a temple and they give you prasad. It means just a little bit. In Bengal, prasad means like flat rice. They mix with banana and yogurt and they put camphor. Very nice actually. That's Pushad. We didn't know that's rice, dal, pani, sabji, all these things. Only in Iskana I found out. 
I said, oh, I thought Pushara means only that little bit, there's flat rice. They said, no, no, in the Sahib Mandi, in Iskon, there's uh, white people, they eat all this. If you go there, you'll have, and I can smell it from the first floor, they're cooking for Radha Madhava. I said, I'm staying here. This is where the, the ecstasy is. So it's not very dry. Krishna consciousness is not dry. Kirtan, Prabhachan, Prasad. That's Prabhupada's program. We have chanting, Sari Kirtan. We don't send people away after that. Then they have a talk and Prasad. We don't say bye-bye, you know. Nobody will come to listen. They come to listen because they have Prasad at the end. And what people are calling up said, oh, what time is the food ready? They said, our food ready at 5.30 and at 4.30 because they need to attend the class. Otherwise, they all come only at time. So what we started in Sydney when we first came, people were coming just for Pusharam. So latecomers, five bucks. Everyone is coming from class. So it's not that we are only giving food. They also need to listen to the philosophy. Otherwise, they will say, worship the eggplant and not the Tulsi. But they don't know that by the mercy of Tulsi we have the eggplant. Because you can eat the nice eggplant sabji, but it will not digest if it didn't have the mercy of Krishna. Krishna's pure devotee. So always understand the core problem. The core problem is not a shallow problem. The core problem is deeper. Always give credit to Krishna. Like I was saying the other day, be thankful to Krishna. He is the creator. He is the doer behind everything. Don't give yourself the credit. Prabhupada mentioned here, again, he <coughs> um, says here, even the demigods, higher planetary systems, great demigods like Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, others, they're in this world, they're puffed up with false prestige despite failure of all endeavors. Even the demigods, they're thinking, oh, I'm creating, I'm this, I'm that. Different demigods have a different job. The rain god, Indra. Even they get an illusion. So devotees are extremely humble. We know Krishna is the source of everything. That's why Krishna protects his devotees. Things always go smoothly. Yesterday was a very full-on day. Like the world breakfast was a bit late, 7.30. And then Raj Bok, and there was like a million people, you know, in the kitchen area. It was time. They're everywhere. And I was looking at everybody's plate. You know, they're picking all the paneer. I said, well, you know, is any... I said to one of the guys, is there any paneer left for other people? They only had paneer. Like, you haven't had paneer for, you know... This temple have paneer every day. Still they want. So... Krishna is giving us, but we need to always know that, 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 you know, that we don't take too much for ourselves, always share too with others. Sometimes they're saying, you're cooking, why are you not eating? So I want to make sure everybody gets what I cooked. Ideas me cooking for the deity and then all the devotees. So I'm hogging out myself and the rest is not missing. That's not the right attitude. So I'm thinking, let's everyone enjoy, relish, make sure they get it. So I stay there, not that I finish and take off. Stay there, make sure everyone gets it, you know. Check, you know. 
So there's always, always you have to understand that Krishna consciousness is not just a mechanical thing that makes sure that it's, the process is working when we apply the process. Chanting Hare Krishna is not a mechanical thing. Chikchin runs, bas hogya. I pick up your bead the next day. I see the bead bear hanging on the tree the last two days. Sometime raining. I pick up the bead bag, put it somewhere dry at least. You know, we're walking past. It's not my, so leave it there. You know, be dutiful for Krishna. The taps, water falling, running, turn it off. If somebody forgot, okay, turn it off. So, be, don't be mechanical. Do things that Krishna conscious. Krishna is recognizing everything. Krishna is watching us. We can do whatever we like. But if we really want to be sincere, do things that are going to be um, productive in Krishna consciousness for others than us. That's why um, we are being challenged sometimes by people. You know, you guys are too much challenging. People don't challenge us anymore because they can see us. We have food for life. We're helping people. We're not only uh, just taking care of ourselves. I said this lunchtime. Yesterday there was no one here. People were walking all the way to the kitchen. And uh, they were, uh, so they had played, they're asking us. And everybody's eating there, all this sabji and pusharam. And then people that come to visit the temple, they were down there. They say, well, what's going on here? You know, we're not getting, we're getting played. They're having, so we have to be very mindful for preaching Krishna consciousness. It's not just for us. We also have to see how we are preaching Krishna consciousness to others, how we're creating an impression for others. Yeah. It's not that we are preachers. Hare Krishna movement is a preaching mission. It's a movement to preach. Why we have such beautiful deity in the temple? Because we dress so nicely, people are attracted. You see the temple so beautiful, they're attracted. They want to come back here. So the whole idea of Krishna consciousness is to create that Krishna conscious impression on others. That when they see us, they're impressed by it. They, they want to be here. They want to become Krishna conscious because of its, um, because of its um, uh, organization. So nicely organized. So check everything. Especially when people are coming, that time. Gallus, talk to people, you know, put aside your enjoyment, sacrifice a little bit for others, and Krishna will be very happy with you. There's much more pleasure when you preach. You know, go and hurry now a little bit, you know, be here, sing and dance. When the temple opens, people come. So it's all become very wonderful when we take a bit more deeply in inner, inner, inner consciousness than just getting it done. Yeah. Then there's much more reciprocation in Krishna consciousness. Krishna will reciprocate his blessing onto us. No use saying, Prabhu, give me a bhakti, give me, a, give me mercy, give me... And then when he serves, you don't want to do. You know? Even if you're not able to come here, you do it at home. The idea is to cultivate Krishna consciousness. Bhakti, love for Krishna, love for Guru, love for the human being. You all, when, we can, when you love all the human being. It's not possible to love all the human beings because there's millions of people. You worship Krishna. Krishna is the root of everything. When you worship Krishna, chant Hare Krishna, Krishna will give us intelligence how we can make everyone happy. When everyone chant Hare Krishna, they're happy. 
You can, we can give everybody food every day, three times a day, but they still get hungry. So we are distributing books, books, the knowledge, books are the basis, purity is the force, preaching is the essence. What's the other one? Yeah, those three things. Literally, the principle. Those books are the basis. Why do we say it? Because when you read Prabhupada's books, it's ah, oh, now I understand why I get hungry, why I'm suffering. What's the cause of the problem? The cause of the problem is we're eating too much. It's not that it's not enough. We have too much and we can't control it. Every time you eat, then that many times you have to run to the bathroom. You eat less, less, isn't it? It's very practical. You see, in John Master Me, no one's running. Because our body requires less, actually. You know, I've seen, I've seen many devotees. They eat so little, but they can do so much work. They're living in bones. They hardly eat. They're so skinny. So it's a myth that you have to eat so much. You can eat less. The energy comes from... The, you can eat so much, but the actual substance, the actual nutrition comes from... It, it's, it takes a little bit of each preparation. So it's not that you have to eat so much and the whole thing is giving you nutrition. Just like when you take a tablet, that's the essence. The substance of all the ingredients, they take a little. So we can live on that. Similarly, it's not that you eat big plate of rice, it turns into soup, actually, mostly. Piles of it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but if you eat the things that are really essential, that nutritious, you don't have to eat so much, actually. That's why Krishna, he doesn't eat everything. He just takes the bhakti out of it. The most essential thing in offering is your devotion, Krishna. It's not that how we chant some mantra and he has to eat everything. He's not forced to eat that. He's your bhakti, Krishna, please. Tears coming from your eyes when you chant the mantra and you ring the bell, please. He accepts. Like a mother, you know, child is bugging the mother, please, please. And then she gives you, or dad. Similarly, we ask Krishna, please accept, I beg you, chant the mantra at the same time. You chanting the mantra and everything, and then but the, the food is late. So we have to always know Krishna's God. It's not that it's all mechanical. He accepts our feelings. Even if you don't know the mantra, but you're thinking, Krishna, please forgive me, I, I'm late, but accept this. You know, he, that's more devotion than just knowing everything. So we have to do everything correctly, not just the mantra, but also have the devotion that Krishna will accept it. So all these things people don't understand, materialistic people don't understand. They think it's all, it's all works by our endeavor. So they want to give themselves the credit. But actually they don't understand it's all happening because of Krishna's mercy on us. You understand? You are enjoying here? You like it here? Yeah. If you are staying with your parents, they get up at 8 o'clock and they have a sandwich and that's it. There's not really where's the enjoyment there. We woke up here at 4 o'clock. We're singing and dancing. Who gets up so early to sing and dance? When people are happy, they sing and dance very early. If you're not happy, you're still sleeping. I haven't seen anybody waking up so happy. If you wake up, wow, revolve, you know. And run to temple, singing, dancing. We're happy. This, this is, 
People are not happy. They get up, they headache, they drank too much, they take medication. You know, if we, yeah, some of us like we, we can hardly wait, hardly wait to get up because we are in ecstasy. And he, he take a shower, get up, and put in your clothes. You come to the temple, you feel so transformed, so spiritually transformed, and so blissful. We can't even describe the bliss of as a devotee and a non-devotee. We see in the street the Harinam, people walking every day, talk, 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 talk. They don't even have time to talk. Hey, hi, you know, hello, you know, machine. They're like machine walking. They can't appreciate the happiness. Happiness is always there. Krishna provided everything, but they don't have time for happiness. They want to be machine. Every day, nine to five, go home, watch TV, go back to sleep. And this machine life. Spiritual life is what we are doing. This is what we are meant to do. Human life is for this only. To experience Krishna consciousness. The bliss of joy. What is bliss? The bliss is in the holy name. It's in the name of God. Spiritual subject matters. Not in economic development. Where is the economic development? They are falling apart now. People are having a job because they, 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 they have PhD, they have all their degrees. They don't even have a job now. Isn't it? But everyone can chant Hare Krishna. The doors are open for everyone. Right now we are registered, but you can chant everywhere you are, you can chant Hare Krishna. People thinking, I'm, uh, I, I'm going to miss Nepal. I'm, I'm going to go to Nepal. I'm going to miss you know, Melbourne. We are not going to hear forever in this world. We can chant Hare Krishna wherever we are. You know, our home is where Krishna's Narada Muni and Hanuman, they're always traveling. They don't have a home, actually. Right? Hanuman was asked. Hanuman asked Narada Muni, where do you live? Or one of them. He said, I don't have an address because wherever there is glories of Krishna, that's where my home is. And we are trying to make our place a permanent place here in Melbourne. Forget it. We have to go over Krishna consciousnesses. Yeah. So we can talk a lot about so many things. But I understand the points very clearly and, and, and deeply. Then we can be more, we can be more uh, in our approach to serve Krishna becomes more deeper when you can understand this concept, this philosophy more deeply. Uh, okay, Hare Krishna. Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai.